Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Well, he's a broadcaster, so uh, he might be able to handle it. Uh, of course, MJ Hurley, uh, LA Rams reporter, uh, keeping a very, very keen eye on on this particular game where the, um, MJ, welcome to the show, uh, dominating 27-3 in the third quarter. Thank you for having me back, everybody. Um, and yeah, it's a very impressive showing by LA, one that I was not expecting, so I'm very pleased, uh, especially given that my personal favorite Packers got uh, knocked out last night. So it's Team Rams for the rest of the playoffs. Yeah, well, let's look at that uh, performance by uh, Green Bay and uh, Aaron Rodgers. And in horrific conditions, I think it's fair to say, freezing cold, snowing towards the end, uh, and difficult to hold on to the ball, it seems. Yeah, it was one of the worst performances I've seen by the Packers, and I've seen a lot of bad ones in the playoffs. Um, So, I mean, it was zero degrees was what it felt like, um, and it was snowing the entire second half and seemed to bother the 49ers who are from warm and sunny California. So it's just, I mean, as a fan, even it's just another disappointing performance. Once I saw San Francisco get the ball back with three or four minutes left, I knew that game was over. Robbie gold, the 49ers kicker played in Chicago for years. So the cold and the snow didn't bother him. Um, And there are a lot of decisions that have to be made in the offseason in Green Bay, so we'll see what happens there. Well, the Bucks uh, suffered at the hands of um, the LA Rams early in the season. I think it was 34-24 they beat them there, but uh, now that we're at the pointy end of it, uh, it's all going Stafford way. Matthew Stafford, it just seems that uh, they are in touch. Uh, as I speak, I think Gronkowski's got his hands on the ball for almost the first time in the game, and they've made some ground. But what about Brady getting them out of this hole? This would be, I mean... Obviously, there's the 28-3, to and the Rams seem to have avoided that. It's 27-3, so they're safe from the Falcons' curse. Um, but, I mean, Brady has brought his team back from a deficit like this before um, with somebody who has that type of fourth-quarter comeback in him. I'm not going to make any de- declarations, even with a 24-point lead, five minutes left in the third quarter. Um, but this sure is an impressive performance by the Rams. Uh, the only thing that is somewhat frustrating or annoying is if Brady loses this game, he is definitely coming back next year to terrorize the NFL for another season. Oh, he is. Okay, so that's interesting. I saw, just saw some shots on the tally of, of uh, the Brady Bunch, um, of course. Uh, and I, I, just, I just wonder whether they were all gathered for perhaps the last hurrah, but that is not the case. I don't think so. I don't think he's the type of guy that's going to go out on such a demoralizing loss if it does continue like this. 
I think it's the type of guy that wants to go out in the Super Bowl win. And obviously I don't know that for a fact. That's just kind of what I've heard, what I've pieced together from everything we know about Brady as a person. I highly doubt he'd go out on a uh, divisional round exit, but who knows. MJ Hurley with us. Uh, he's uh, a reporter for the LA Rams on behalf of Sports Illustrated, the massive publication. Uh, MJ, uh, let's talk about what has happened. What has happened today that Brady has not been able to be uh, the architect of this game? Has it, has it been he has not had the protection he needs or a Stafford has just been outstanding? Well, it's a little bit of both. And the one thing that you always have to do if you want to beat Tom Brady is you have to be able to rush four drop seven into coverage, and get pressure with just your front four. The Rams have an incredible front four led by Aaron Donald, one of the best defensive players in the game every year. So they have that capability. They've been hurting a little bit in the secondary, so there was a little concern there. But the Rams kept the pressure on them um, early and often, which is incredible. And they've just been able to get home to Brady. Brady made a mistake throwing an interception. Um, And, you know, the Rams have put the pressure on them in offense and – have been able to throw the ball. Matthew Stafford hasn't made mistakes. That what, that's what killed them the second half of the season. So the Rams are taking care of the football. Um, Tom Brady does have his all-pro uh, right tackle, Tristan Wurst, out. He's in his second year. Mm-hmm. So that is hurting, especially when you've got two really good edge rushers, uh, Von Miller and Leonard Floyd, for the Rams. So Brady is hurting in terms of his protection, but also just shout-out to Matt Stafford, who's having one of the best games of his life and obviously the best playoff game in his life. Okay, so the Bengals 19, the Titans 16, as you talked about, uh, the 49ers 13, the Packers 10. Uh, so probably, uh, in terms of our market anyway, two upsets there, and of course uh, this would be one as well. A lot of Brady money around, uh, even in this part of the world, MJ, uh, which leads us to the final one this afternoon, the Chiefs and the Bills. Uh, just talk us through that one. That This is the game I'm, I'm the most excited for, even though Obviously, I was excited for the Packers game, but you've got two of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, probably two top five guys, Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. And, you know, by all accounts, this is going to be a shootout. You also have the added storyline. Bills lost to the Chiefs last year in the AFC Championship game. There's a viral picture of Stephon Diggs, the Bills star receiver, standing and watching the Chiefs celebrate as they got their AFC Championship trophy prepared to go to the Super Bowl, he stood out on the field by himself for like 30 minutes and watched the Chiefs celebrate. So you've got a lot of motivated guys in Buffalo. They have a very good defense, um, but it is always hard for me personally to bet against a team like the Chiefs that has been in the Super Bowl the last two years. Patrick Mahomes seems to be able to pull it out whenever he needs it, and they have just not looked like they've struggled for the last 14, 15 weeks playing football. So if I were a betting man, um, I would advise not to bet against the Chiefs until I see them not go to the Super Bowl. But it's going to be a very exciting game, and I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to watching that one. Well, tell us a wee bit about uh, his counterpart, too, and Josh Allen, who's had a hugely impressive season, uh, I think it's fair to say, um, uh, for the Buffalo Bills. Josh Allen is so impressive to me because his first two years in the league, the biggest knock on him was just, he had a terrible completion rate. Uh, you know, a good NFL quarterback sits somewhere around 68%. Um, if you're going crazy, you're around 70%. And Josh Allen was sitting in the low to mid-50s his first couple of years in the league. So he was just having trouble reading defenses. He wasn't 
um, on the same page with his guys. He was overthrowing a lot because his arm is so strong. So he's had to adjust to NFL speed. Now that he has, now that they got him a star wide receiver in Stephon Diggs, and now that he has a really good defense behind him, he's able to calm down, play a little bit more of his game. In the first round in the wild card game playing the Patriots, he threw a touchdown he wasn't even trying to throw. He was rolling out right, trying to throw a ball away. Dawson Knox's tight end made an incredible catch. So when you've got a guy like that who's literally throwing touchdowns when he's not even trying to, um, that's very dangerous. So he's got a big arm, and no matter the weather conditions, no matter what you're throwing in his face, he's a big guy, six foot six. He can take any hit from any defender. So he's a very tough guy to stop, and especially given the support he has from a, uh, an ascending defense in Buffalo, it's a very dangerous combination. MJ, uh, that's uh, the new breed of quarterback you, you've just been highlighting uh, with Mahomes, of course, uh, Josh Allen, <clears throat> Matthew Stafford to a certain degree. But uh, you've mentioned Brady, but uh, it's the end of the road definitely for uh, Roethlisberger, Ben Roethlisberger, of course, uh, out of uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now then, also, uh, it was interesting at the start of the season, the scenario with the Packers and uh, Aaron Rodgers. How do you see that panning out? Let me just put it this way. What I heard from Aaron Rodgers last night when I was in the press conference and listening to that did not sound good Um, in terms of there's a lot of work that's going to need to be done if Aaron Rodgers is going to return next year. He made it very clear he didn't want to be part of a rebuilding team. And right now the Packers are $44.8 million, I believe, projected over the salary cap next year, which is second worst in the NFL. So they have a lot of money work to do. They pushed a lot of money into 2022 to make this season work so that Rodgers could get some more help, so that they could build a team that Rodgers was satisfied with so that he would come back. So a lot is going to have to be done. I find it hard to believe there's a scenario where the Packers keep Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, and still have a championship-caliber team. I personally, at the beginning of the year, said they should trade Rodgers. And I'm still going to stand by that just from a Green Bay Packers standpoint. Obviously, it's so hard to get rid of one of the best quarterbacks the NFL has ever seen, arguably one of the most talented ever. It's really hard to do that. But at some point, the Packers have to move on. And don't get me wrong, if they can keep him, if they can keep Adams and Brian Gutekunst, their general manager, can move money around and make some magic, Packers fans and the NFL would love to see it. I just, it's such an uphill battle that they're going to have to fight. And then there's all of Rogers, um, you know, weird personal opinions, and he might just decide to retire. Who knows? He said he's going to take some time away, um, you know, to hang out with those close around him and, and see what he decides. So at this point, Packers are just waiting on Rogers to see, does he want to retire? Does he want to come back to Green Bay? Does he want to leave? Uh, just had a turnover, actually, uh, in this game, which uh, enables Brady uh, to get the ball into his hands again. We're running out of time in the third quarter. Still the margin, 27-6. They just kicked a field goal. Uh, that's an update from our time as we're watching it over there. Might be a slightly different time over there uh, for you, MJ. Just uh, for all New Zealand listeners, what is the salary cap? How, how much is it? So um, salary cap is projected around $205 million, I want to say, for next year. Um, it's never official until... April or so uh, when the new league year year starts right before the draft. Um, But it's just, you know, the NFL putting a restriction. Some sports like Major League Baseball don't have a salary cap. The NFL does. And you have to be under the salary cap 
um, before you can go make any free agent signings. So before the Packers want to do anything to add, subtract, make any moves on their team, they've got to get that number down, which is extremely complicated and I don't even understand some of the things they do sometimes. Um, But it's just another game that general managers and all the people, smart smart guys in the front office have to make um, to make the rosters work. And the Packers are in one of the worst situations that the league is facing other than the uh, New Orleans Saints. So what kind of market are they, what kind of quarterback market are they looking in here then, if that is the case? I mean, they've had a tradition at the Packers with some of the great quarterbacks, you know, and, and all of a sudden, are they going to have to go rookie-ish, or can they get someone with profile? Um, if the Packers trade Rodgers, or if Aaron Rodgers is not there to start next season, I would be shocked if it's not their young quarterback, Jordan Love. They picked him in the first round, um, 26 overall in 2020, and he's had very limited action. He played in the Chiefs game this year because Rodgers had COVID. Didn't look great. At the end of week 18, second half of the game against the Lions, Jordan Love played again because they, were, they played their starters for the first half, rested them in the second half. Jordan Love played. He looked better than he did in the Chiefs games, but granted, that was against the Detroit Lions. So my guess is they would stick with Jordan Love unless some opportunity presented itself um, where they can maybe trade Rodgers for another quarterback they like better. But for the most part, if you draft a quarterback in the first round, the majority of NFL teams want to at least give their guy a shot. So if Rodgers isn't the starting, starting quarterback for the Packers in 2022, my guess is it would be Jordan Love, and I would be very surprised if that was not the case. Okay, MJ, it's been fantastic uh, catching up with you. We'll let, uh, let you get back to... Uh what you do best, and that's uh, watching the Rams and writing about it. Uh, thanks so much for your time. It's, uh, I know it's a critical point in the match, so um, we'll let you, let you get back to it. Uh, it's been great. Very enlightening. Enjoyed the chat. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you guys for having me. I'll talk to you later.